All good writing is swimming underwater and holding your breath. F. Scott Fitzgerald. Hello and welcome back to the Turn Right Podcast. This is episode 112. I am going to be reacting to my public book reviews on Amazon. Now, I published The Sweep, my first novel, in November of 2019, so quite some time has gone by, and I feel like I am at a mentally stable enough place to react to my reviews on Amazon. Now, keep in mind, um, I do not know any of these people that reviewed my story. Um, some of the reviews are a bit negative. Um, some are a little more positive. Um, but I'm just going to kind of like summarize a couple of the reviews and react to them. And the reason why I'm doing this is because, one, um, I want to prevent myself from making these kinds of mistakes in future novels. Um, so I just kind of want to do like a constructive little feedback session for myself. And maybe this can help you too from, you know, not making the same mistakes that I did. And then two, I think it's just also a good a good way to reflect on how much I've grown as a writer because I know a lot of these things I've kind of remedied since then or have just, you know, been thinking about, learning about, and growing from. So I think this might be an interesting exercise. Um, I'm sorry if it's a little too much detail about my own book, but I feel like a lot of the things that were said were valid and would be useful to help other people. So just to give you a little background about my book, it is a dystopian novel set in the year 2084. Um, it's set in this fictional place called The Land, and the protagonist, Felicity Alistair, is a young woman and she is on a mission to save her best friend's father. And there is a lot of government control going on in the land, and the people in power are not good people. And the story kind of ironically, not intended, mirrors a lot of the control and the things that went on during the COVID pandemic. But as you may have noticed, I published this in November of 2019, so I could have never, ever, ever have known that there was going to be a global pandemic. Um, that being said, like the story does have this theme of like sick people, rising healthcare costs, and government control. Um, so it's kind of eerie that everything that happened in 2020 happened after I wrote this book. The point of this episode is not to sell my book, it's to react and learn from my reviews. So this is um, a five-star review that I got, and keep in mind, I do not know this person. Um, they said, called it a captivating read. The sweep leads one into the fascinating world of Felicity Alistair. Set in the year 2084, the compelling journey challenges Felicity to decide between all that she has ever known and the newfound awareness of her reality. It is easy to become enthralled with the conflict taking place. Traveling along with the main character, the decisions that are being made thrust me into contemplating some thought-provoking questions. The sweep indeed provided food for thought as I connected with this character's struggles, but this engaging novel was also a great escape that kept me captivated until its end. Very nice review from this person. I don't know who they are, um, and I'm glad they thought it was thought-provoking and a deeper story. Now, getting into um, some of the other reviews I have. So, someone rated it a 3 out of 5, and they said, Solid read, initial thoughts, what I liked, the premise, I loved it, the futuristic world where an agency is in complete control and and tries to prevent the spread of disease. It's almost not too far off from where our current situation could lead to. 
um, and they reviewed my book in 2020, so I assume they were talking about, you know, the pandemic. I really like the idea of this female protagonist joining forces with this mysterious doctor in his project against the agency. I was so curious how this would all work out. The descriptive language. I didn't have a hard time visualizing anything. Caitlin Greco's writing style was impressive in this sense. There was a lot of description and explanation, which I appreciated because with dystopian and post-apocalyptic novels, it can be difficult to imagine. I definitely didn't have that problem here. The last quarter of the book. This is where it got good. I was like, okay, here we go. I stayed up late reading the last 60 pages or so. I was on the edge of my seat and I was dying to know how it ended. There was suspense and unpredictability. I enjoyed it a lot. What I didn't like. Not enough dialogue. While the description language was on point, I found myself craving more dialogue. I wanted more conversations between these characters. The lack of dialogue almost resulted in a lack of emotions. I wanted to witness more evidence of anger, happiness, frustration, just as any emotions that could be seen with characters talking with each other. The descriptions and explanations overpowered the dialogue, in my opinion. I thought this was absolutely excellent feedback. Um, whenever I started out writing, dialogue was not something I put a lot of stock into. I just kind of did it to do it. It was a lot of filler for me. And this is definitely something I really took away from this person's review and really try to, you know, better my dialogue for future stories. This person also didn't like Felicity, the protagonist. She had the potential to be this amazingly heroic female protagonist, but it just didn't happen. I wanted her to stand out on her own instead of almost hiding behind these men. I felt like she did everything she did to please them and didn't really do anything independently. Other readers may disagree, but that's how I saw it. I also agree with this comment. I think that where my headspace was whenever I wrote Felicity was, I would say I wasn't as much of a feminist as I am now. And if I wrote Felicity today, I would definitely make her a lot different and a lot more able to stand on her own. The romance. It wasn't believable for me. However, they met, they met, they fell in love, and they moved so quickly, which could be fine and dandy. However, I didn't feel it. Maybe it goes back to not enough dialogue. Maybe it would have been more realistic if there was more communication between these two people. I was so interested in their relationship. I wanted to see it blossom and grow, but I didn't see it. It just happened. I also agree with this comment. I think that's definitely fair. Um, I think that, again, I was more in this like idealistic place in my own life back when I was started writing this story, you know, back in like 2018. And I just had a very naive view of relationships. And I kind of thought that's just how they played out. And I think that's a result of my own uh, inexperience just as a person. So... Um, I thought this review was so helpful. If you're writing a review for someone else, what she did was really nice. She, you know, started off with things she liked about my story and then she let in with things she didn't like and she was very factual. She didn't give any personal attacks against me. Um, it was just a very, a very solid review. It was just a very solid review that I could learn from. It was constructive. It was helpful. It was complimentary. This woman, thank you so much for your review. Someone else rated it a 4 out of 5 and said, Great read. One of the things I enjoyed about this novel is that it's so relevant to what's currently going on in our world right now, and that makes it scary. High costs on prescription drugs, government control, a virus uses an excuse for the government to sweep you away. It's a dystopian future based on current times. I didn't feel like there was enough information at the beginning of the story regarding the agency, in parentheses, the body of authority, and why they were doing what they were doing, but as the story progressed, it became clearer. There's also an interesting play on words regarding the name of one of the villains in the operation to take them down. I appreciate the person picking up on that. Of course, there's a love story and it seems to come too quickly. <laughs> Again, getting this criticism. 
The woman in the novel seems like a teenage girl falling in love easily and willing to risk her safety for the object of her affection rather quickly, but at the same time it's not some sugary, sweet, or sappy relationship. In reading this, it feels like elements of other dystopian novels are used as minor plot points, almost like an homage. For example, certain books are forbidden materials, which seems like a callback to Fahrenheit 451. It's something I like because it's familiar territory. The things I disliked about it, pacing, felt too slow at first, and the lack of depth in some of the characters is more of a personal preference, but I'd still recommend this book. It's a great read and one that keeps you glued to the pages. Penny Dreadful, thank you for your review. I think that's interesting that they commented that it was like a callback to Fahrenheit 451 because that was definitely not uh, my intention whenever I wrote that. I just kind of, I feel like a lot of books talk about, you know, books getting banned. I don't think that's like uncommon in dystopia. So I wasn't really alluding to a particular dystopia. The falling in love thing, like I said, valid, I think. You know, I was a young, young 20-something writing this story, so I can see why it had this, like, teenage sort of romance going. Um, and I also like that this person pointed out that they thought it felt slow at first. That's another important takeaway that I am using now on. Um, it's just really trying to bring the action to the front of the novel and not doing so much of a setup, not taking a more literary approach, but just really bringing that action forward. Again, I don't know any of these people that I'm commenting on their reviews, um, but Ashley reviewed my story three out of five, not quite dystopian love story. Um, the Sweep is a semi-dystopian novel about a girl in the year 2084 who works for the agency. Her tale is one of defying the powers that be and falling in love, but instead it falls rather flat. Ooh, the premise is interesting, but it's just a little too close to home at the moment. High-risk illnesses are rampant rampaging and cause people to be swept from their lives and disposed of simply for being sick. The story gets somewhat convoluted in the middle and turns into a faded love story that at the end tries to wrap it all up with no real resolution. This person's, you know, feelings are definitely valid. Um, I could see about it hitting too close to home. Um, this person reviewed my book on August 9th, 2020, so we had been in the pandemic for a while. And, you know, I do appreciate the honesty, even if saying it falls rather flat is a little harsh, but I do appreciate the honesty from this review. Um, Pate uh, gave it a 3.5 stars. The sweep starts off as a very bleak but interesting dystopian novel that somehow shifts into romance. 1984 but Nora Roberts. There is a lot of potential for Felicity to be a strong heroine with tons of growth, overcoming neurosis, stepping out of what you've always known, etc., but instead she fell flat for me and I quickly grew tired of her. I think I was hoping for more sci-fi dystopia than love. I think that's also fair. For some reason, I don't know, um, I did really do a very strong romance in this dystopia. It just felt right for the story for me, but I could see how um, it, it did spin off into a romance. I think a little more than I initially intended it to, but that did happen, so fair criticism. Um, and yes, if I... Would rewrite Felicity from today, I would make her a little bit stronger and less reliant on men. But at the time, again, it felt right for me. So, um, you know, it's interesting to see your writing um, years later and how you feel about it. Okay, and this is the last review I'm going to read. It's from Deborah, who said, Beyond awesome and gave it five stars. What an awesome author and wonderful book. I couldn't get enough and I didn't want it to end. Must read for all those that like sci-fi. I hope this writer keeps writing. She has a new fan in me. Thank you so much, Deborah. That was a really sweet review, and I really appreciate that. I think it also just goes to show you you can't 
just trust one or two people. You know, you have to put your book out there. It's going to be right for some people. It's going to be right. It's not going to be right for some people. And I think it's important to just take every criticism with a grain of salt and learn from it instead of, you know, getting angry or getting discouraged or anything like that. So I hope that by me facing my book reviews, my fears, and kind of calling myself out and learning from those things and um, hopefully helping you learn from those things that you were able to take away some valuable information from this week's episode. Um, We'll be back next week with, um, you know, more concrete writing advice and I'm going to be doing my yearly book recap, reviewing all the books I read this year coming up soon. Um, I might even split it into two episodes because it's going to be a lot, but we shall see. Thanks so much for listening. As always, keep writing, keep reading, keep querying, and I'll talk to you on our next road trip.